Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog checking in with you once again. Oh, man. Sorry for the delay, folks. Technical difficulties have been resolved. I got my game pass back. I can watch some film. It is official. It is legit. Thankfully, it was the bye week, so I had myself a bye week. Um, even though I was super grinding, got a lot done in the NFT space. Y'all can check out the Nipple Whiskers podcast for that. But, man, if y'all play poker, y'all have to check it out. Uh, Nipple Whiskers podcast, I'm having, I'm involved in pod, in uh, poker tournaments almost every day now. I mean, we have free NFTs going out the window, just flying to people. I mean, it's it's amazing what's going on and just the attention and the following and the, just the group of people that we have you know, just moving with the movement now. It's amazing. Um, with that being said, with that being said, love it. Love it. Have super ideas in that world, and that's where I've been spending it. Sorry about that, but at the same time, I've been working on the technical difficulties, and I have got it resolved. I can now watch film, and I watched the whole game a second time. The first time I watched it, um, well, you know, the first thing I think, I mean, before I go into and just, just destroying, let's just start off with Randall Cobbs on IR. We do want to wish him the best. Um, can't say we didn't see this coming. It happened pretty much every one of the last couple of years that he was with us, um, somewhere along the same lines as what happened and what occurred. And we, he would miss pretty much the end of the season, right? You know, sometimes he'd come back right in time, but he was definitely missing time every season. He found himself on IR. Hopefully it's only three weeks. You never know, but it doesn't sound promising. Do want to wish him the best. Um, Randall Cobb definitely want to wish him the best. Dominic Daphne, an ankle, um, definitely want to wish, you know, hopefully he's okay. Um, Equinemius St. Brown, he got a concussion. You know, definitely, definitely want to wish you the best, especially with those head injury. I'm not saying that an ankle is any joke, but, man, that head injury, especially Dominic Daphne, I remember that defender fell right on the back of him. Got to wish him the best. Um, Equinemius, that concussion, that's very severe. Definitely take your time out. Definitely. Oh man, a lot of thoughts and prayers go out to you, brother. I know, you know, I've been, I've, man, that's crazy, 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 crazy. Those stars are something else. Um, Malik Taylor, abdominal issue. I believe he was questionable. Do want to wish him the best. I believe that I'm not sure exactly what his stats were. I don't know why the hell he caught that kickoff. You know, that was going out of bounds. But Malik Taylor, want to wish him the best with his abdominal issue, and Billy Turner. That knee, man. I know that, that they came crashing down on it. It looked very severe. I don't see Billy Turner, you know, just coming back next week. That did not look like a next week type injury. And, oh, that's going to hurt. I we, we definitely, I don't believe Elton has any possibility of coming back. Um, Bakhtiari, he's our hope. He definitely needs some Bakhtiari. Man, hopefully Josh Myers can come back. Nobody's even talking about him over there in the Packers camp, so it doesn't sound too promising, but he should be due anytime. Started with the finger, ended up in a knee. Um, that was very strange, but that's, you know, how it goes. Definitely, you know, we, we need some help up there on the O-line. But with that being said, we do want to, you know, thank Kelly and thank Josh Neiman and just the players for stepping up and being there. So this goes out to y'all. Not a bad performance, not the best performance, especially that first quarter. Um, Yash Neiman can forget about that. Oh, man, Robert Quinn was over there killing it. That dude was going off. Let's see, who else we got out there? Special teams, man, was shit. 
We got we got to put that on blast. Um, special teams. We got to give a huge shout out to, I believe his name is Drayton. <laughs> special teams is trash, man. This is week fourteen. We haven't got it right. You're just coming off, you know, by week a couple weeks ago, and this, this still isn't right. It's looking like trash. The entire, I mean, there's nothing about it that's looking good. This is very, you know, disturbing. You cannot go into the playoffs with this type of. Special teams, um, I definitely would call for an immediate action. I don't know what the head coach, Matt LaFleur, is doing, but he needs to be on special teams, focused only on special teams. And until you get special teams right, don't worry about the offense or the defense at this point. Um, special teams are a disaster, a straight-up disaster. I have more notes on special teams than I do for defense and offense, basically. Um, I don't know exactly what the complications are. We were playing special teams since we were in Pop Warner. If somebody doesn't have the hands, you're supposed to throw somebody else in there. I don't understand exactly what is going on. Um, oh, it's, it's disgusting, and it's going to cost us a playoff game for sure. I mean, it's there's not, no doubt about it. We cannot go into the playoffs with this caliber of special teams, or I will bet against us almost every week. The Cowboys might even beat us in the playoffs if we're playing special teams like this. It was trash, man. It was trash. You look at Justin Fields' numbers. They're not that impressive. You look at their numbers in that game, they, they were on us, especially that first half. Um, coming out the second half, I believe the, the return to kick in the, in the second half. Let's go through it. Oh, man, it was, it was hell. So we had a punt return, I remember. They returned that back from their 24-yard line is where he caught the ball. He returned that to the Green Bay 43. That's ridiculous. That's one hell of a kick return. You're like, all right, so he got one. Um, Malik Taylor. I don't know what the hell he's talk, uh, thinking. I don't know who's coaching this gentleman. What exactly is going on? The kickoff is going out of bounds. At this point, you get away from the ball. You just let it go, whether it's a touchback or it's out of bounds. You get away from that ball. You do not touch that ball. Only if it's inbounds and you knew damn, you knew damn well that thing was going you know, out of bounds. Oh, man, it was. we should have got the ball at the 40. Worst case scenario, it hits the touchdown. It never would have happened. And... Oh, it was it was very sad. It was sad. We should have had the ball in the forty instead. We had the ball in the five. That's a thirty-five yard play right there. What do you want me to say about it? That was it was sad. Why he was back there, no idea. But that's what what happened. Um, it was crazy. I saw Kevin King's on special team. Do you want to give a huge shout out to him? He only believe, I believe played three defensive snaps. That's got to be tough on, you know, just the mentals and everything. I know he's coming back off injury, but Russell Douglas, he's playing his ass off. Can't take it away from him. Eric Stokes playing his ass off. Can't take it away from him. Um, even Ch- even Sullivan came up with a pick. You know what I mean? It's like, can't take it away from him. Um, I, I love you, Kevin King. I mean that from the, you know, deepest part of my heart as a cornerback ever since you've been drafted. I know you've had a lot of issues. I know, you know, I know where this road is headed. But you're truly appreciated. Truly appreciated, Kevin King, man. We're going to need you in the playoffs. Come playoff time, you're going to you're gonna be back on the field. So, you know, get healthy, get healthy, and stretch, man. Stretch them hamstrings. Stretch that groin out. Whatever you got to do, man. Stretch, 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 because we're going to need you, man. We're going to need you, and stay healthy. Damn it, you another one that's always injured every year. You're like the Randall Cobb of our defense. Oh, man. Sorry about that, Randall. I know you don't give up that many big plays. But you do drop some balls, but not that many. Um, Let's see. What else we got? We got Borquez. Got it down at the 11. 
or something like that. Oh, yeah, because the defender tripped. So that was a good one. That was actually a good punt. Um, punting from R30 and down at 311 because the punt returner actually fell backwards because of the, I don't know if it was the trajectory of the ball or just how far he kicked it. But that was a boom. We had another kickoff that was a, went back to the 41-yard line. That was pretty, you know, saddening. And then the following kickout, kickoff, we kicked out out of bounds. Mason Crosby kicked the ball out of bounds. He doesn't kick the ball through the end zone. I don't believe he can kick the ball through the end zone anymore. He doesn't have the leg. You definitely see it going quickly. Um, He can kick the ball. You know, it lands on the one or two yard line. Is that planned for? Possibly. But I'm going to be honest and say just the way that it's going, not even it's kicking the ball out of bounds. It's not even making it there. And I think if he had the ability to put that thing through the end zone, I think he would. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe it's planned for, you know, maybe, maybe. But that would take some, you know, probably coaching. And at this point, special teams ain't getting that. So I'm not going to give him that credit. I'm not even going to do that. Um, let's see. We have one, Rodgers, to the four, to the, yeah, the second half. Rodgers, Amari Rodgers, returned the ball to the 25. That's typical. Then they had a 97-yard punt return for a touchdown. First in the NFL this season. What the hell is that, man? What the hell is that? 97-yard punt return for a touchdown. They just, you know, schooled us. No problem. No problem. We're already having a bad day. And then from there, we had um, a kickoff return to the 42 on their side again. So that was horrible. We had a poor punt. That's on you, Borquest. Um, uh, Rodgers, Amari Rodgers, he muffed a punt. Yes, the list goes on. And then there was an onside kick that we didn't recover, bounced in the air, and we're so lucky the rules protected us or they would have returned that one for a touchdown. He definitely, the defender, the, the bear, we're not even going to call him a defender, the bear ran by MVS, had the ball bounce off of his hands, went right up, the bear snatched it and returned it right to the house. Unfortunately, can't advance an onside kick slash fumble in that situation. That was a touchdown. Um, yeah, should have been a better game. Should have been a closer game. Um, special teams dropping the ball. Special teams is shit. We definitely need to fix it. It's not playoff quality. It's not championship quality. It is not NFL quality at this point. Uh, Mason Crosby been there long enough. Can't really blame him. Borquez, he's been punting the hell out of the ball. He did have a bad one, but for the most part, you know, we put our money on Borquez. Not a bad addition. It hasn't worked out like J.K. Scott. They blame J.K. Scott, you know, prior. Um, but this is what we've got now and it's not working. I hope 100% that we make some type of change, um, in the coaching, especially with Drayton. I know he has all the optimism. He says all the right things, but this is crap. You can't figure out special teams by this point. We got, we got to go. You got to go. This is the NFL where week 14. Oh man, this is the worst special teams performance I've seen by the Green Bay Packers in years. And that's saying a lot because we all remember those Mason Crosby days where he just had really bad kicks, but this isn't even to blame it on him. So we're going to give Drayton and and the entire special teams for that matter. I did see Kevin King out there. We have a lot of talent out there, but we are not, we're not doing it right. We are not doing it right at all. They schooled us on special teams, and that is unacceptable, 100%, especially we're used to going against, you know, it's been a while, but Devin Hester, we've already figured this puzzle out. We know it. Um, Maybe he hasn't been in the building long enough to understand it, but 
as Packer fans, we we've we've been through this roller coaster before, and we don't want to see it. it. It's sad. This is very sad. This is week after week after week. Special teams is trash, and we're not saying anything. All everybody's trying to like you know beat around the bush. That was the worst special teams performance I've seen in the NFL this season, one hundred percent. All right. With that being said, defense, man. Big shout out to the defense. Joe Barry, man, big shout-out starts over there with his scheme and what he's doing over there. He's definitely got this defense dialed in. Um, they're focused on what they need to do. We did give up a lot of space to the mobile quarterback in Justin Fields. Um, his arm was not there. He definitely, you know, uh, he needs to work on the, those feet. I know he's uh, very mobile, so he's running a lot. He's jumping with his feet off the ground, and it should have led to a couple interceptions. He had a couple incomplete passes, one to Jimmy Graham in particular that should have converted a third down, and instead he jumped in the air. Or No, no, he actually didn't jump in that one, but he threw it around a defender, and it just wounded Duck, never even made it. Jimmy Graham maybe could have made a miracle play, but that's why we released him. Just playing, Jimmy, just playing, Jimmy. Um, We do miss you, appreciate what you did for us, and one hell of a career. Jimmy Graham right there, man. Give it up for that guy. All right, with that being said, um, defense did fairly fairly well. The defensive line, I seen you, Dean Lowry, out there. You definitely got some good pressures on the quarterback. Um, linebackers. Linebackers, especially, you know, especially Barnes in particular, but linebackers, especially Javondre Campbell, I think was involved in something like 16 tackles. I believe that was the most, and I don't even know how long for Packer history, but. It was just an amazing – it was amazing. It reminded me a lot of Blake Martinez, um, not in a bad way, but just the numbers. Because Blake Martinez used to put up some amazing numbers, like 12 tackles all the time. Devondre Campbell came out big, really big. Um, man, man, man. I, I, it's hard for me to say anything bad about Chris Barnes because I didn't believe he was going to be filling this role and stepping into it as well as he did. With that being said – he struggles against the run. He does struggle against the run. Um, I watched it. I watched the film. I watched him very closely. He plays the pass fairly well. He does crack. He definitely cracks. He has no problem, you know, laying the smack down. When it comes to the run, he has a hard time just diagnosing where the hole is going to be. Um, that's what you want to see in a, in a linebacker. When that hole opens, you don't want him waiting for the running back to come bursting out of one. These guys are too small, too quick sometimes. By the time they burst out of that hole, you're not going to catch them. They're just they're gone. You have to meet them in that hole. You have to have the awareness and the confidence to go meet them. You don't want to be waiting for these guys. They're too fast. I saw that a couple times on him. Um, it was very, I mean, I understand it. I completely understand it. I'm not going to let Preston Hoof, Preston Smith off the hook either. I saw that there were a couple times with that defensive end spot. He got played out. He got super played out. Um, that I forget what the little fella, I only call him little fella because he looked like he was fucking four foot ten out there. Was it Eddie? Uh, no, not that. It's not that. It's uh, Grant Senior. I believe that it was Jakeem Grant Senior. That sounds right. Yep, pretty sure. He had one hell of a around the edge type run. He came dipping around. Was it him? Was it Mooney? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with him. He came dipping around the edge, got the ball. Preston Smith on this play, being the defensive end, was not even blocked. He was nowhere to be seen. 
Um, they actually got a touchdown on the play that I'm thinking of. He came dipping around the side. He had his burners on, made it around Preston Smith, who they didn't even block. They had like two wide receivers and the offensive lineman that was on nearest. I don't believe it was a tight end, but all three of those guys took off. They just started a whole little trail of bodies, and Preston Smith was left standing there watching the wide receiver run around the, just run right around him. He was stuck in a little stutter step, didn't know exactly to go inside, outside. His outside was shot. He was burned. Um, Had he gone forward, he could have made one of the greatest plays I made in my life that I remember 100% was a wide receiver doing this exact thing on me. And I was playing defensive end. Mr. Ornales, man, big shout out to you, man. What's happening? I remember who it was. Joseph Ornales. Um, Came running around doing the wide receiver but a wide receiver reverse or whatever the hell it is, sweep, came running around. I didn't see him at first. However, I, I was coming at the quarterback. I was unblocked, 100% dialed into the quarterback. And the wide receiver, instead of running behind the quarterback, he ran in front of the quarterback. So he was right next to the line. I'm crashing down the line because I see, you know, there's nobody coming through the outside. And I see that pitch. I literally caught him as the ball got there. Somehow he held onto the ball. But that was one of the cleanest hits I've ever delivered. The coaches got mad at me because it was during practice. And they were like, what the hell? Like, we need him to keep playing. Like, what are you, you trying to kill these guys? Like, it was it was the perfect hit. And I wasn't even, you know, helmet first. He just happened. I was crashing. He's coming around. And it just, I smacked him. I smacked him hard. Coaches actually got mad at me because I hit him too hard that time. Like, it, it didn't happen very often. But that was that was one of those moments where I knocked the snot out of him. Another big shout-out to uh, my boy Garcia, man, Andrew Garcia. Man, 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 dude's in the pen now. That was our quarterback. I remember hitting him at his ankles one time, sending him over my head to where he did a front flip. He damn near landed on his feet. Thankfully, he didn't. And then I remember in junior high walking down the stairs, and I was telling my, you know, one of my buddies about it. I was like, man, I cracked cracked our quarterback the other day. He was right behind me. He was like, nah, fool, I almost landed. It was funny. That was a funny-ass moment. Hopefully you're doing all right, Andrew, man. I don't know. You, betting you don't listen to this, but I believe he's locked up in prison for sh- hitting somebody with a sawed-off shotgun. So he made a mess in a house, and he's definitely locked away for a little while. Back to the Green Bay Packers. Um, Man, 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 that defense. A big shout-out to the linebacker crew, to the line, everybody in, you know, running around. I know everybody gives it their all. I definitely saw a lot of space out there with the mobile quarterback and a run, you know, Linebackers on the run, especially Chris Barnes. Oh, I saw him struggling to get off the blocks. Every block that went at him, once the blocker hit him, he didn't seem to get off. I know he's a very big individual. He doesn't move very well in probably agility. He does. He does 100% probably better than me. So I don't mean that in any disrespect, but he's a big-ass body. Once he, once some one of those big linemen got on him, he was going backwards and – Devondre Campbell did the same thing, but who isn't? You know what I mean? Who isn't? It was just a little more consistent, and we got to see Chris Barnes with just the confidence to begin filling the holes, you know, himself and not waiting for the running back to do what he needs to do. As soon as he starts doing that, the running backs start running off into the flats and catching little things and dump-offs, and I totally get it. Totally get it. Oh, shit. I should probably stop waking up at 5 in the morning for these poker tournaments getting them out of the way, and then trying to jump on here, huh? 
Got to get them in, folks. Uh, like I said, love and appreciate everybody with their patience. Um, definitely didn't intend to miss the time. It was just I didn't have anything to report because I couldn't really watch the games. The games were gone. I couldn't watch them. I was struggling to figure it out. It was so frustrating. We back. We back. We live. Um, understand this situation, and we going. We going. We going. We going. All right. So, cornerbacks, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Cornerbacks and safety, man. One hell of a game once again. Let's go, team. Rasul Douglas, another pick six. That's what I'm talking about. Somebody better hit the double move on him or something. This dude is jumping everything, man. He's like somebody in the gang that's just waiting to initiate. I swear, man. This dude is just jumping everything. Should have had a second one. Um, He's just been jumping. I mean, his confidence is through the roof. Like I said, he's been playing so well that, you know, Kevin King came back from injury and only played three snaps. You know what I mean? He had time off and... Russell Douglas is filling those shoes. Black Black got burned on a huge touchdown. You know what I mean? Got beat on an inside slant, and the wide receiver just took off took off on him. Cannot have that happen. That was that was crucial. With that being said, he laid a smackdown on a special teams play. Not gonna say it makes up for giving up a touchdown, but I do see you, dog. I do see you. So with that being said, I do want to give you your credit, but it also goes with your. But you know. Have yeah, you got to got to eat them both, man. You got to eat them both. With that being said, man, Russell Douglas, Eric Stokes, everybody back there, Savage is looking like a damn savage. I'm not lying, man. This dude is flying everywhere. Adrian Amos is also, man. He is the truth, the real deal. Let's go. Forgot he was playing against his little bears over there. Um, didn't even think about that at the time. Now that I did, you know, we know how he shows up, and he definitely showed up in Sunday's game. Good game. Good game defense. Let's uh, jump over to this offensive specimens that we uh, got on this side. Let's start with the O-line just due to the injuries and them stepping up. I believe that four out of the five are basically second string. And there's one, Luke, let's see, uh, hmm, I think they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Newman would be maybe our only actual starter, I believe. And he's going to be a rookie. Um. Myers is out, you know what I mean? Billy Turner's out now. We have Elton Jenkins out. We have Bakiari out. We have Josh Myers out. I mean, it's go it's going down on our line. And somehow Gudikins, man. Big shout out to Goody once again. Not only for Rasul Douglas, but just all this depth at the line and the lines coach. Um I believe it's Montgomery or maybe it's Hackett or whoever's in charge of that offensive line. You they're killing it over there. They're doing an amazing job just Whatever they're doing. I can't even tell you. Just the player development in Green Bay has been on point for years. I truly appreciate that. I think that's where the team starts. And you can clearly see it. Clearly see it in our offense. Or just the offensive line in general. But the offense, I do think we can use some help at wide receivers. I do not. I'm not I'm not happy with what we have um, after the two. Even then, after the one. It's like we can always use an improvement in that area. And let's just let's just give credit where credit's due. Offensive line, like I said, you guys have definitely stepped up with all these injuries and played your ass off. Could have been better. Could have been a lot, lot worse. So good job, good job, good job. I want to give a huge shout-out to the blockers, man. I saw some amazing blocking. Sad to say, one was Billy Turner. The second was Mercedes Lewis. And third was Alan Zard. <sighs> Three individuals that were smashing, literally. I watched them on one play, and they all lined up on the same side of the ball. 
when Aaron Jones came around that corner, he had these three giant bodies just defending everybody off. It was amazing, fun to watch, and whoo! Hope, hope the injuries, you know, Billy Turner, man, huge shout out. Just because good person, good everything. Hate to see it. He definitely got smashed too. I think it was, you know, it was. I'm sure it was Robert Quinn. Um, came smashing across. Barely missed Rodgers and smashed right into Billy Turner's knee. It was hard to watch. I knew he was done at that point. Went down holding his knee, and, man, it's sad. It's sad, Billy Turner, man. Just wish you the best. Hopefully it's not something that alters the rest of your life. That's the most important thing, and hopefully you get your health, man. Definitely have a place in my heart. Um, If I was a religious fella, I'd say prayers for you, but sending you the best of wishes regardless, regardless, regardless. Do want to give a huge shout out to Aaron Rodgers, man. Aaron Rodgers dropping dimes. Just dropping them, man. I mean, this dude's dropping the ball out of places that I didn't even know the ball could fall from. Looks like it came out of a helicopter. The defender had jumped so high. I don't I'm not sure how the ball went through the defender's hand. And it was it was amazing. And it wasn't just once, it wasn't just twice. I saw at least three, four just plays that were like, oh, my goodness. They, those should have been picks. Any other quarterback, they would have been picks. But because they're Aaron Rodgers, they just kind of go unnoticed. Like, oh, very nice. I mean, the announcers did what they could. Just, you know, they were praising it. They understand what they're looking at. But, oh, man, those plays won't even make Sports Center. to be honest. It was it – was, they were beautiful. They were beautiful touch passes right over the defenders, just dropping them in. What a, what a, what a game, Aaron Rodgers, man. Huge shout-out to him. Sad news is he said that his toe was feeling worse, and that's a setback. We do not want to see that. That's huge. Um, hopefully, you know, going forward, I've never heard a damn toe talked about so much. I really am not going to talk about this damn toe like that. Um, it's the world's most popular toe. I do not care about it. You know what I mean? Like, I do care because it's our quarterback, but at the same time, Man, it's sad that he disclosed that information for the simple fact that the defenders are going to be on it. I know that the coaches may have, you know, had to and been, you know, required to disclose that type of information down the line, but it's very strange to hear a player go ahead and just release his own injury information and diagnosis and what exactly is going on. And, oh, man, it's a future that we're coming to. Um I don't even want to get into that Clay, Chase Claypool scenario and what the hell that dude's been up to. I know he asked for music and practice, and they just laughed at him. Basically, you know, Tomlin said over my dead body. And next thing you know, this dude's over here celebrating a first down with like 14 seconds left or what, 24 seconds left and just costing his team another chance to win. And, oh, man, it, it was ridiculous. It was sad. And it's it's the youngsters, man. And, it's not the youngsters. There was always these people, um, the TOs, you know what I mean? The, there was always these people. Uh, Chad Ochocinco, you always had the people that were flashy. Not saying that they always thought about themselves or did anything like Chase, you know, did. I'm not saying that, but you always had, like, the louder individuals. With that being said, it, it just makes you really think about the Larry Fitzgerald, the Barry Sanders um, the Adrian Petersons, the professionals that have played this game for long, long times and never even had those types of issues. You've got to respect those guys. They're worth more than, you know what I mean, worth more than what they're just playing. It's an all-around person that you're, you're getting with those people. Um, with that being said, you want to talk about good people. A.J., oh, man, A.J. Dillon. 
AJ Dillon is a straight stud. There's nothing around it. Huge shout out to AJ Dillon. Aaron Jones, same way. Um, Aaron Jones has been on the map. I think he'll continue to be on the map as long as he can stay healthy. He is a smaller individual playing in the NFL. It takes its toll. So, A.J. Dillon, that's why I got to give him the shout-out because this dude is a bruiser. They put him in, and he is just pushing. That pile keeps moving forward. It's amazing to watch. The dude is a physical specimen, thunder and lightning or whatever he calls his thighs. I forget. I'm not going to study what I got. my man calls his thighs. I should know because they said it during the broadcast a couple times, and it's Quadzilla and something else. But I don't care. I ain't even talking on that on that level. But the dude is just, I mean, he's just running through people. This combo going in, if you have cold weather in Green Bay, congratulations on being the number one seed at this point. Because of the Arizona Cardinals loss, Green Bay Packers move into the number one seed, even though that we didn't, you know, Tampa Bay has our number. We do not want to play Tampa Bay. But because of our win over Arizona, we are actually in the number one seed if the season ended today. All it means is we just have to keep winning and We control our destiny, which is always nice. Packer fans, we've been through it before where we didn't. Man, I don't know how with Brett Favre, we typically didn't. We'd be in a really bad spot, and somehow he would squeak us into the playoffs. And as long as we were in the playoffs, we had a chance at the damn Super Bowl. Man, I miss those Brett Favre days. But with that being said, he did not have the consistency and dominance that Aaron Rodgers has. Was that the team around him? Who knows? I think Aaron Rodgers is just, he's amazing. He's amazing until, you know, until playoff times and that NFC championship game, I guess. But with that being said, a lot of that, you got to have a good coach. I think that Mike McCarthy has been exposed as not the best coach. Very clear. I don't think he ever was or should be thought of in that regard. Um, but he is a good, maybe he's a good coach. With that being said, man, with that being said, uh, Brett Favre had some good, good coaches. I really liked Mike Holgram. Um, uh, there, there were a lot of good coaches, a lot of good coaches in his time. Oh, man. You know who else I missed just watching was um, Bill Cower when he would get to yelling at people, all the people, you know, you were watching 10 years ago. When he would get to yelling at players, there would be so much spit coming out of his mouth. It was disgusting. But, you, I mean, he was just like a pit bull. He would be screaming. He would be going off. I always wondered what was going on with his blood pressure because that fool was lit. Um, Joshua De- DeGora. I got to give him a huge shout-out. He was playing his ass off, some big catches, big catches, big catches. And uh, Devontae Adams, just wow. I mean, the things that that dude is doing, the routes that that guy runs, it is amazing. It is, I mean, there's no other way to describe it. What he's doing out there is just spectacular. So big shout-out, Devontae Adams. Love what you're doing. Um, Big things. I mean, just nothing but big things on the horizon coming for the Green Bay Packers. We got out of it. I don't want to say injury-free just because what happened was catastrophic with Billy Turner. I mean, catastrophic, and, you know, I just, that's that's going to hurt us moving forward substantially, substantially, especially because we don't have Elton Jenkins to bounce around and fill that spot once Bakhtiari comes back. I don't know how you're going to do it, Goody, but once again, the ball's in your court. Kelly, everybody jumping on, you know, in these spots. I believe he's been in the league now, what, six years, nine years? I think six years. And I believe he started all last year over there in Buffalo, mostly because their starter had left. But he's there. He's there. He's holding it down. And um, Ravens next week. Ravens next week. Is, is 
Lamar even going to play? For my fantasy team's sake, I hope he does. For the Packers' sake and, you know, winning sake, I hope he doesn't. But just as a fan, you know, I always wish health, definitely health, number one. I want him to be healthy. That's number one. Just as a fan, I, I do put that number one priority. I try to start with that every episode. So I do want him to be healthy. But, damn, as a Packer fan, man, you ain't trying to play against Lamar. Fuck that. We just saw exactly what just happened to us with uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Dude, we just smashed on us this week. Um, Little Bears quarterback. See, I already forgot his name. I already moved on. Passed to the next week. Um, Justin Fields. Justin Fields is running all over us already, so we do not want Lamar Jackson over there. Hell no. With that being said, I do wish him the best of hell, like I said. Um, yeah, Ravens coming up, and we are at Baltimore. So we are traveling. Um, I'm not sure if this is, you know, the time zone's right. Yeah, it looks like the times are right. Okay, so we're the middle game. We're the 1 p.m. game if you're in Pacific time. I don't know where you are, but we're the middle of the day game, and it looks like it should be on Fox, but... Hopefully it's on Fox. If Lamar Jackson's playing, it got to be on Fox. All righty, folks. Well, I will touch back with you before that game. As long as we're not Thursday. Nope, we are Sunday. So I'll touch in with everybody before Sunday, get my picks and everything. The boat's back in motion, baby. We're back oars in the water, and we're rowing. Love, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, like I said, if anybody plays poker, check out the Nipple Whiskers podcast because I, I'm giving away NFTs and these things every Saturday. Love, appreciate each and every one of you. Um, Jump in. Catch you later. Go Pack Go. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, Go Pack Go.